At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. In this episode, it's 2022, and that can mean only one thing. We've both started brand new hobbies, so we're going to talk all about it in this episode of Apathetic Enthusiasm. Yes, Happy New Year, 2022, the big 2022. It, we've all, it's finally here. We've, we've all been we've waiting for so it. Long. Yeah. We've all wanted it. We've all desired it. We've lusted after it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. Nostradamus says 2022 is a year where we bang till our hearts explode. (laughs) Is that really? That's written in in some sort of prophecy or something? Yeah, yeah. Nostradamus, he he said that. He said that. But he's much more cryptic about it. (laughs) It's not a literal translation. (laughs) Not a literal translation. Have you... Have you... They talked about it on rounding the bases last week, Nostradamus stuff, and Nostradamus stuff. It's like astrology; it, you you can make it fit into whatever <laughs> prediction you want. You could you I could guess, you yeah. could you you could predict tomorrow night's dinner if you really dig deep into the Nostradamus backlog. I bet I bet it's not I bet it's not Little Smokies. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's not Little Smokies unless it is. Hello everybody, I'm Travis. He's Brandon. Let's talk about Little Smokies, all right? <laughs> we <laughs> we're getting ready to podcast. He's like, "Hold on, let me cook up some little beef smokies." And I was like, "Holy crap, that's exactly what I'm eating for dinner right now." <laughs> you you and then I said, are, are you drinking apple cider, too? And you said, no, I wish. But the thing is, you were cleaning out the refrigerator from New Year's and the holidays. And that's exactly what I was doing by grilling up some little beef Smokies. That's right. Yeah, we we did it pigs in a blanket style. Yeah. They were delish. We had those on New Year's Eve. We mm. we did the, mm. the, the smoky beef sandwich dog pork style dog dog as he pets <laughs> the dog in his lap yeah uh well welcome everybody welcome to the first of our post uh 200s episodes celebration apathetic enthusiasm it's still a podcast it's still happening and if you're new here 
uh, welcome. We're, we're so glad that you're here. Uh, wishing you the happiest of New Year's. You can follow us all over the social internet, over on Twitter. I'm at, uh, I'm at Jogomino. He's at Barnyard Cruise. Together, we are at Apathusiast. Uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash show, or you can send us an email, show at gmail.com. We are on Instagram at apathetic underscore enthusiasm, and our website is apatheticenthusiasm.com. Uh, shout out to those of you watching live right now at twitch.tv slash apatheticenthusiasm. Uh, if you miss the live streams on Twitch, you can also catch video versions of our episodes at youtube.com slash apatheticenthusiasm. And uh, finally, you can support the show directly uh, over at our Patreon, patreon.com slash apatheticenthusiasm. And that's it. Start a podcast. Use Blueberry. Get AEPod as your thing. <laughs> Use yeah, code AEPod. AEPod. Get a discount or something. <laughs> uh, how, how's the new year treating you, Brandon? The new year is treating me A-OK so far. I went into work today. I forgot a piece of my uniform and so i had to go buy <laughs> new uniform items first thing this morning and also the badge that i used to get into work was randomly deactivated and uh, i just used it last week it shouldn't have been deactivated and this is how the new year is treating him well just <laughs> wait everybody <laughs> treating treating me well uh new year's eve stood up, stayed up really late and then i fell asleep at like two three in the morning um, All right. And Chelsea, All right. she continued going after I fell asleep. And then she was laid out the rest of New Year's Day. <laughs> she did not get... She she left the room one time, I think, and it was like at 7 in the evening. And she said, I'm going back to bed now. <laughs> that is impressive. Yeah. It, I, it is funny that New Year's Day is... In, in in this cursory thought, probably the only holiday that we celebrate um, just for the sake of the hangovers, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, like what other holidays do we have that are just a holiday for us to recover from the day before? I don't I don't know that there are Super Bowl Monday. Ah, <laughs> oh, one day we just gotta we just gotta elect the right official to to <laughs> to, to bring it into law. I mean, we had uh, G Dub was probably the the closest. He seemed he seems yeah. like somebody that would have gone for a Super Bowl Monday Super holiday. Bowl holiday. Yeah, and and, it, and as it as it is now, like you think of think about all the places that we've worked. Generally, it's acceptable that people are like not going to show in up, or they're going to show up super late on the day after the Super Bowl. It's the strangest. It's strange. It's it's acceptable, yeah. and you're yeah. like, I know it's, you're it's, not it's, sick. I think it depends a little bit on which like coast you work on. Because oh. if you're on the East Coast, that game is going late. That is that is that is going into the evening. If you're on the West Coast, yeah, it's still it's still an evening game, but I, the game itself is probably wrapped by like nine. Yeah, that's true. If you're in Hawaii, you could you could still I don't know still got daylight after uh, after the end of the Super Bowl. So I don't well, know. It's, well, in, um, in Hawaii and in Korea, I got the day after off. I got the the next day off. Doing it right. Those. Those places know what to do. So they, they do. Anyway, how's yeah. how's how's your how's your new year going? Um, it was all right, aside from the fact that uh, Omicron 
uh, attacked my entire household and we all we all got we finally finally after years of of of, of bobbing and weaving uh we all got hit with the covid um all all relatively fine um minor cases uh in in no small part probably due to our vaccinations and and things like that so um yeah, but it's it's crazy. It's uh, looking at the numbers around the country of how many uh, just reported infections there are, not not just the people that are taking at home COVID tests and then shunning themselves away from society, but like <laughs> the reported cases. Um, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. So um, hopefully we figure this out um, quickly and we don't have too many people. Uh, I don't know that uh, get hospitalized or things like that. Hopefully those numbers stay low. But uh, but we're doing all right. We're surviving. If I sound nasally, that's why. That's why. Otherwise, <laughs> that's, that's why. I still I still took down my Christmas lights today off my house and. Oh. Uh, you know, so so doing, new so New I'm Year surviving is it doing I'm a survivor? It's okay? not going too bad for you then. Is yeah. what it sounds like. It's given me plenty of time for my newfound hobby. <laughs> Your new, your newfound hobby, yeah. Before we go get into our newfound hobby, I do want to, I do want to briefly talk about this. It, it was talked about on rounding the basis this this last week, but something that the new year twenty twenty one is known for is not partying or celebration. Well, I guess it would be celebra- celebration of the life of Betty White, uh, who <sighs> who passed away at ninety nine. Just another so sad. Just a joke on us all. The question that they asked during round of the bases was, "What age is it that we stop mourning somebody dying and being like, yeah, they lived a long and fruitful life, good for them?" What age? What age is that, Travis? It's probably like eighty something. It's got. It's got. It's got to be in the the eighties, right? The eighties to. I'll say this. I'll say this. My mother in law's mom was here visiting for the holidays. Uh, so so Sheena's grandma, yeah. as well as Sheena's mom. Uh, but she she's in her eighties, and uh, I felt a little bad about this, but there were a lot of conversations with with Sheena's grandma that talked about friends that either recently passed or have passed mm. like to a point where it almost got to be like is this a bit like is this a thing that you're doing <laughs> where every time you tell me a story about someone that you know they they just died um but no it's because uh she's in her 80s and that's sort of just like a thing so like her attitude about it is like these are great people that I've had great, you know, relationships or friendships with, uh, and they're no longer with us. Um, but it wasn't, it was very like casual, like, yep. Yeah. They die. Cause I think when you get to be that old, you kind of, a lot of the people, you know, are dead are, are, are already <laughs> dead. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so like, it's sad, but it's also like, yeah, let's celebrate a, a long and, and happy life. And then, and then you know, on to the next one. On done, on. done. <laughs> on to the next one. Yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah. That's a that's a good way of looking at it. Th- thank thank you for that. Be- anyway, before we move completely away from Betty White, yeah. Um, sure. And speaking of my mother in law, who has been a People magazine subscriber for oh yeah, yeah. decades, decades. <laughs> Did you know? 
what the cover of People magazine was for this last yeah, week? Yeah, it was Betty White turns 100. Yeah, it's on new. <laughs> okay. It's on newsstands everywhere. Good, good, good. Well, Everyone, I haven't been out of the house in in almost ten days, <laughs> so I don't know what's on newsstands anywhere. Everyone's talking about it. I was listening to Sirius XM Classic Vinyl, and the host, uh, I forget her name. Apologies. Uh, no, she's an ardent listener. She was talking about <laughs> Betty White on the cover as well. Uh, I think Robbie or Matt mentioned it yesterday. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. But, you know, you got it's 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 our generation's Dewey beats. uh, What's his face? Truman. (laughs) Dewey beats Truman. Truman. Yeah. yeah. Dewey beats Truman. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's our it's our generation. We've had our moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Our generation. There was another thing where it was our generation something. And I think we talked about it the other day. Oh, it was it was a movie we watched, right? Uh, don't look up. Oh, yeah, don't look up. Yeah, saying talk, it was our, our our generation's uh, Doctor uh, Strange Love. Doctor Strange Love, or how I learned to stop worrying and yeah, love bef- the bomb. Before uh, that, that's a great that's a great segue into that just briefly because I know we both watched that. And then we'll get yeah. into our, our main topic here in a second. But yeah, don't look up was the, uh, the Adam McKay directed film with Leo Leo DiCap. Yeah, J Law, J Law, and and a a smorgasbord, Borg of other actors, uh, in in a world where a in a world an asteroid is coming to destroy the Earth. An asteroid is coming to destroy the Earth, <laughs> and Leo and J Law are trying to convince the world. Two that scientists it's on its way. <laughs> try to convince two brothers, <laughs> and then. A Mexican armada will cross attack, yeah. <laughs> and you bet your yeah. bottom dollar that they have Things a strong bond. Into high gear, <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't... Need all your Jan Michael Vincents for this one. <laughs> Calling all Jan Michael Vincents. <laughs> I was watching a movie on uh, Joe Bob uh, the other night, and, and Jan Michael Vincent was in it, and that's all. That's all I could think. That's the all I could think about. That's it. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, don't look up. Yeah. A satirical look at um, some would say climate change. Others, um, I don't know, this uh, pandemic that has been going on for a couple of years now. Um, But really just uh, a look at how, um, especially in the United States, how the government and partisan leadership and our democracy and our media and uh how ev- and even major corporations get involved in decision making for major crises and how we as individuals are somewhat powerless uh in the big scheme of things uh to uh you know have an effect on that and um very i mean amazing cast as as you mentioned and i thought it was very well done slightly um saddening when 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 put into perspective but a, i thought it was a great critique on frankly what we're seeing around us all the time right now <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a very good movie at one point in time i paused it because our 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 soon-to-be 10 year old was watching Yikes. it with us and we there's a part where somebody is talking about peer-reviewed science <laughs> and I had to pause it just to explain peer-reviewed science to him so he understood why uh, that character was saying I think it was DiCaprio's character who was saying that. Like, 
and it just I, I think I saw a reminisce a, a, an artist who did a reminiscent cover of uh, Doctor Strangelove for don't for don't look up, and it talked mm. about peer reviewed science or, or like the importance of peer reviewed science. And yeah, I just I just think that there's a great message in there. But the the ending, well, I'm not going to give anything away uh, for anybody who wants to see the the movie. The ending was was crushing. <laughs> uh, like it, it destroyed me. Uh, it didn't destroy me emotionally, but it did it did affect me in a in a certain way. That yeah. uh, you know that, that that a lot of movies haven't gotten me in in a while. So I do I do yeah. want to say it it is a satirical look, but it uh, it does have some good good points in it sure absolutely also very bizarre watching that movie uh while in bed with COVID. uh <laughs> just 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 an odd feeling um but yeah if you haven't uh checked it out and you have a netflix account uh check out don't look up uh yeah and then let us know what you think uh about it you can send us an email hit us up I'll, you the links are at the beginning you know how to get a hold of us yeah hi to everybody that is uh continuing to join us in the chat uh we're happy that you're here um brandon yes uh santa santa claus santa claus uh he he brought that bag of gifts down the chimney sure did and and he and he brought both of us uh, a brand new hobby um and that is that is the the wide wild world of 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 at home manufacturing uh 3d <laughs> 3d printing um 3d printing is something that i was always loosely interested in um i've i've kind of observed the hobby um from afar and i slapped a resin 3d printer on an amazon wish list being like man that may be something i'd be interested in having one day sure enough it's under the tree um and then you send me messages on christmas that you also got a 3d printer um which was not something you asked for at all is is that correct how how, how did you come about actually um ending up with a 3d printer i don't know i don't actually know how i ended up with, with a 3d printer because it, it, you it, you it's been weeks and i still don't know <laughs> it really it really has it was one of those things 3d printing we're talking about 3d printing it's one of those things that i have heard people talk about I've seen people do cool stuff with their 3D printing, like setting up specific Lego mounts on their walls. So I have a Millennium Falcon. There's a a specific print in order to mount that on a wall to save space on, instead of putting it on a shelf, right? So there, there are cool things like that that I've seen. Oh, that, that's, that's neat. But it's never been something that I sought out. I didn't sure. think I would want or, or, or care about. Mostly because I think I'm not a a designer. I don't know. I don't know how to do AutoCAD. I don't know how to do SolidWorks. I don't know how to put those things together. And I always thought incorrectly that everybody who's making these cool things was also designing these things, right? Yeah. Uh, so now Christmas Day at the in-laws there's one final gift for for everybody and each each family my brother uh, my brother-in-law Robert and his his wife Lauren, my sister-in-law Stacy and her husband Howie, and me and Chelsea, each of us got our individual family presents. Uh, 
I was the only one who got a 3D printer. Robert got software. Howie and Stacy, I forget what they got. Uh, oh, they got something for their kid. They got an Oculus for for the kid. Ooh, the cruises, fun. the cruises got a 3D printer, <laughs> and and I I opened it up, open up the bag, and here's this box in there, and I'm looking at the box, and it's a box for the the 3D printer. I'm looking around. It says Ender Three Pro, and like I don't I don't know what that is. And so I'm like, I open it up and I'm looking in the box and there's no instructions on top of the box in, in the opening. I'm looking around and Howie, my brother-in-law, says, it's a 3D printer. And I look a little bit deeper. And, ah, sure <laughs> enough. Ha. And now, now I, at that moment, I said, oh, this is, this is complicated. I don't know how I'm going to get in, into, into this. And I'm looking through the box, and there's no there's there's no major instructions other than how to like construct the thing. Uh, and so, okay, I, I hold off that day. The next day, the day after Christmas, I I go home, and I because we stayed the we stayed the night at the, the shower house. Came came back down here to San Pedro, and I start putting it together. And it takes me a long ass time to put this this damn thing together. Uh, I get it, get it initially set up and I start printing and I've been since, since Christmas, the day after Christmas, I've been constantly trying to print more things, more and more Const- things, constantly printing, wasting so much plastic, <sighs> so much filament, <laughs> um, so- and, and in the living room going, <laughs> and Chelsea being, oh, can we take a break from that? Just for, just for one day. <laughs> No, I have to. I have something else I have to make. Um, well, that's very cool. Is is surprising to me because with with three D printing not being on your radar really in terms of like something that you're interested in getting, uh, you getting one the same day that I got one allows us to <laughs> talk to each other, um, commiserate on on issues with three D printing, things like that. Um, which we were normally talking to each other about stuff, but instead of this just being something that I'm like, oh, my printer's not doing this or whatever, you 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 could also be be having similar struggles, and we get we can talk about, um, you know, the the, the challenges that we're yeah. having, uh, or, or 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 the successes, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, you have what is it like FDM? I think is is yep. the acronym for the for the type of printer you have, which yep. is uh, it melts the plastic, right? You get a spool of, of filament, and then it's melted through a knob. Nozzle and then it creates your prints. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a resin 3D printer, which works differently. Uh, it basically has a vat, a, a small pool of uh, UV sensitive resin, and then a build plate lowers into that. And there's a screen underneath the vat that will harden the resin in a specific layer and then move that platform up and repeat that process over and over again until the print like emerges from, from the vat of resin. So Hmm. different, different, uh, processes, different styles and different results, uh, ultimately on, on what, um, what you can make or, or how the, the prints look, you said you had an issue setting up your printer. Like what, what was the biggest struggle for you in terms of going from the box to, to start printing? Uh, the the Creality Ender Three Pro is uh, 
the the instructions were not super clear all the time and so part of it was 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 trying to figure out if i was doing it right and so essentially yeah. you have you have two arms that, that go up and you have a you have a bed that the the prince will will go on and there's like a sheet of kind of some kind of plastic material whatever i don't know what it is but silicone whatever uh, and that that moves. So there's three axes that there's the X, Y, and Z axis. Z is up and down. The Y is the moving the bed, and then the X is just the uh, the extruder, which the, the plastic comes out of. That goes left and left and right. So all all three of these axes work together in order to get all the angles that it that it needs to get. Uh, and so think, making sure that everything was in its right place. That was that was a, an, an okay challenge, but then getting into the actual software piece of it uh, and leveling the extruder, because what needs to happen is this little nozzle that the plastic comes out of. It has to, it has to basically be within a millimeter of of the the bed, and so it's basically the the width of a sheet of paper. So you, you yeah. go into each one of these corners of the bed, you put this piece of paper, you go into the software, you modify the Z axis, and it goes, and you want to get it to where the paper doesn't come out too easily. And you want to do yeah. this in all four corners of of the bed. Each each of the corners has a wheel underneath it that, that you adjust. Uh, now, the extruder, the nozzle, heats up to around 200 degrees up to like 220 the bed itself heats up to around 60 degrees can go up to about 100 and if you start a print you'll know right away if the if if something's not level because if 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 the the nozzle's too far away then it it's like a glob and it doesn't stick to the bed if yeah. it's too close then the nozzle is digging into the bed and it goes and you don't want that because then you have to buy a new bed uh, yeah. and so now over time, like maybe the first layer is, is not too bad, right? It's only slightly level, but then it, over time, as you get hundreds of layers of plastic on top of each other, then things start falling apart. So there's a, a couple of my prints that I've started and I'm like, okay, they're good. I'm cool. Cool. And they're like five hours to print something and I'm, yeah. like, I'm going to go to sleep. And I wake up in the morning and they're just like globs of plastic, just like, just like all over the place because something got out of sync, something got globbed and then it dries really fast or it it cools down really fast. So the nozzle is going all around. And so it's just like breaking the the cooled off plastic (laughs) and shooting it all over my living room. Uh, But you know, that, that's a kind of, that kind of stuff. It's the difficulty Hmm. in leveling the the four things. And I did buy a level, an auto leveler, uh, which is basically it's an attachment that goes right next to the nozzle. And so it'll, it will tell the, the, the system, okay, yeah, let's offset it. This is it's level here. It's not level in this corner to kind of keep things quasi level, but I haven't gotten that shit to work at all. And that is extraordinarily frustrating. (laughs) All right. Okay. All right. So I, I had, I think maybe two, two or three failed prints when I first started with my resin printer and I, initially thought it was a leveling thing as well apparently leveling is important regardless of of the type of printer you have um but 
because my print bed is a is a piece of metal that dips into a vat, um, it, it has sort of like a ball joint on it. So it's mm-hmm. these two Allen keys, Allen Allen screws, and you loosen those, and then you lower it down to again that about a sheet of paper's distance. You lower it down so that you can't pull a sheet of paper out of it, and then you tighten that up, and you should be level. And I did that like three or four times the first day. And my prints still were not sticking to that uh, metal. So they were just kind of staying at the bottom of the vat and not uh, raising out of out of the the printer. Um, Turns out my cure times, my my Mm. base base level exposure time was too short. So instead of melting plastic through a 200 degree nozzle, um, I basically just have an LCD panel that lights up for a certain amount of time to expose that layer, right? Mm. And if if it isn't lit up long enough on those base layers, then your print has has a tendency to not stick. Uh, as well to that that print bed and then you can lower that time so whereas i have like somewhere between 45 seconds and a minute um for those initial like five or six layers after that it can go a lot faster and only be like six seconds or something per layer and then uh, my prints have been coming out fine uh and i i feel for you but i don't I feel like I already have printer envy of like your style of printer a little bit because there are things that I I want to make that I'm like, no, nah, there's no way I'm going to try to make that in this printer. Like, no, nah, no, nah. it's either, it's either too small or it's like, I'm not going to, I wouldn't want to make that out of resin. Like, um, I, that's something I would want to make out of like plastic and have a plastic version of it. So oh. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. So, um, I, I don't, I don't know yeah. the, the, intricacies or difficulties of of the resin piece right but i've seen i've seen uh, i talked about before not being autocad not being a designer and not and being kind of ignorant to that that there's so many websites out there that have hundreds of things that you can make and Mm -hmm. there's there's one site i forget which which it is it's one with all the the really awesome prints the 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 ones that you pay for Oh, it was like the game something yeah, or whatever it was Yeah, 3D game or something like that. 3D game. Yeah. Uh, there are FDM or plastic models there to to print, but there are also, I, I feel that the resin ones are much better, <laughs> like much they're 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 smoother it seems like they're smoother than yes i I will say that the quality of (laughs) hold on we have to we have to pause d squeezes in the chat and he says you picked up your dog and honestly thought you were gonna tell us it was 3d printed no camila is an actual chihuahua and is not 3d printed um but we can show off a a few things that that were 3d printed um one of the first things i made was just a, a sample file uh, and that is like this little deer, um, oh, but it's got yeah. like all these little holes in it. Yeah. Um, and then I write not soon after that, um, I made a Boba Fett for uh book Boba Fett coming out, which I don't know. Have you watched the first episode? I, yet? I have not yet. No. 
Boo. Um, but I made this Boba Fett, and I was like, oh, that looks really cool, and the detail's really awesome on it. Um, and then I got and I started making some, like, flexible moving type things, so I made, like, a little octopus that <laughs> legs move on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so those are fun. Uh, and then I made some dragons. Uh, this was the first file that I had to pay for, but this dragon prints, um, where's my camera at? Um, and it's, it, it gets really long, but like the whole thing moves. Um, and then I broke one of the legs off right before we started recording. (laughs) Uh, so I'm going to super glue that. Um, but then I got into, um, some busts. So I made a, um, Spider-Man bust, um, which I really like because you can, kind of get some of the detail of like the the web design on his on his mask and stuff yeah and then after that i made a deadpool uh in a similar style and this one i was just like dang like if i can get the camera to focus this yeah. is great for for the audio listeners how how, how, um, how how long how long did the uh the deadpool or the spider-man take uh, the, so the Deadpool was printed at an angle with a bunch of supports. Okay. Um, and I think Deadpool took, uh, like seven hours, six or seven hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I, it's only about, I don't know, three inches tall, this bust. I used to, I used to, when people talked about 3d printing before and they said, I, I said, Hey, how long did that take you to make? And they're like, this one took seven hours. I always thought, oh, my God, that's way too long. Another reason why I didn't find myself wanting to get into 3D printing, like seven hours for that. I'm not 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 going to not going to do it. But that's yeah. I mean, three hours, an hour. If, if you don't have a lot of infill and the infill is like where you have the shell of something, but the infill is is to strengthen it, the, the core of it. Um, yeah. If you if that's, you're doing a lot of that's one of those things that's also really different between R two printers. Your your prints will take longer, like regardless of maybe like how tall they are. It's like how dense they are is really the like impact for your time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's there's movement of the of the nozzle. It has to has to do all all these different things. I, you don't have you don't have a nozzle like that, right? Nope. Nope. Uh, so, yeah. how, how so, did, so the the real only difference in print time for me is how tall it is. However tall it is from like the the tallest point to the print bed is going to establish my hmm. print time. Hmm. So like this dragon, really long, right? Like, um, but it prints like in a circle, like folded up in a circle flat on the print bed so these only take like a couple hours to print um because they're relatively short right um and i think like if you print the spider-man bust straight up and down like this it's like seven hours but if you angle it and put supports on it you can almost have the um the print time um but that creates some different issues about if you do end up with layer lines and things like that um affecting yeah. your print yeah. so huh yeah in, inter- huh. interesting i don't huh. uh i i do know that like the more lateral the mo- nozzles moving everywhere so lateral movement uh 
the up, longitudinal <laughs> movement, whatever, <laughs> up and down, left and right, all all that that movement. It takes longer for the thing the thing to travel. Uh, so, uh, but anyways, yeah, I made I made that same octopus. Hey, you made the octopus too! Yay! Yeah, yeah. Look yeah. At little, and now I need to print a black one so we can have two black octopi. <laughs> Um, so I made I made that guy. One I did. We went to this like science fair while we were in Tampa before the pandemic hit, and we went. It was at the the college. Uh, uh, crap! It's the college that Matt's dad went to. Anyways, they had us in the chat. Matt, <laughs> had, where'd your dad go to school? They had, they, had, they so they had a science fair, and in in one of the STEM exhibits they had was people who had. 3d printed a bunch of stuff and i'm looking at the octopus there was there was things similarly that had all the links right like oh look the the arms move and everything like that yeah yeah. and the first time we saw something like that we're like oh cool like how long did it take to put that together like you don't put it together it just prints out like that and that was so it seems like such a revelation that that's how how it works my yeah. brother my robert my brother-in-law asked wait so you, it just it, that octopus just printed out like that yeah it just it just printed out like that you clean up the plastic after the fact just to make sure everything's bending and and good and that and that's how it is this is really cool stuff that that you can 3d print the uh, the, the the idea that like these links they're inter they're interlinked there's there's Normally, you would have to put that together or something, right? But because at one point, these were only half of a piece in the process, <laughs> right? And they were able to print in such a way that you're basically printing that linkage together. Yeah, no, that 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 type of stuff is fascinating to me. Um, and it's the same thing with that dragon where, you know, the whole thing is just, you know, a yeah. bunch of links throughout, but it just is a little bit more detailed. And I do need to get that that. <laughs> that download that that plan from you yeah yeah I'll, I'll have to send it to you it's a now now this is where this is where printer envy comes in right because this is about as big as i can make this dragon right um and that's about that's maybe a foot maybe a little less than a foot fully stretched out maybe a little less than a foot um it's small enough to where uh his his arms are supposed to to move as well but due to the size and i think maybe the resin process as well it's it's not able to print a gap well enough in those oh. those arms to where like it's kind of it's kind of cured together like it's stuck like mm. the, i think the reason i broke that one leg before we started recording is <laughs> i tried to bend it a little bit more because i thought it was going to give and it turned out it was just snapping off um so yeah. so yeah so smaller printer i have a, a vox voxel lab proxima um resin printer it's a great starter printer for sure for anybody that's interested in starting in resin 3d printing um but it's just it's limiting on the size of things that you're going to be able to print out of it so i don't know with this type of printer if you want small really detailed prints like if you're interested in printing miniatures or things like that or any kind of like D&D minis things things like that and you want cool detail 
I think this is an awesome printer. Yeah. I just feel like there's going to be a point where I have so many dust collectors on my shelf um, <laughs> that I'm like, okay, how, what am I going to really like do with this? And that's where there's so many cool practical things that you can make with a 3D printer that I'm just like, is resin printing the right idea for that? Like if you go on Thingiverse right now, one of the first things on the page is a, a headphone stand, right? It's a, it's basically a hook yeah. with some screw holes on it so that you can put a headphone holder on things. And I'm like, that would be perfect. Like right under this desk, I could put these headphones on it or something, or I could put it over here. And I wouldn't just have to hang my headphones off the side of like my closet architecture that's on here. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to use half a bottle of resin, like <laughs> trying, you know, to, um, to print this thing. And I'd probably have to print it in multiple pieces because of the size and the shape and things. Um, whereas with, you know, an FDM printer, that's probably, pretty easy to do and wouldn't take up like too much plastic i don't i don't know i don't, no, I don't know what the comparisons I, yeah. are yeah i don't i so maybe a, a spool of of uh the pla is the is the plastic that i'm using a spool of pla maybe costs 15 20 dollars okay and since Christmas, I, I've printed a couple things out on the the white PLA that that came with the the system, but since then I've been printing out nothing but this this black PLA, and I still have at least half of it left. Yeah, I've been I, and I've been doing a bunch of stuff. Uh, I you talk about practical things. One of the things I have I have a drum set in in the back here, and whenever I want to play music with my phone for the audio listeners you're not going to see but there's like a shelf there's a little space in this bookshelf behind me that i just set my phone down on and then i want to switch the song and then i i pick up the the phone and i switch it around one of the things i'm printing is this little mount it mounts onto the shelf it clamps it has adjustable arms and then there's a phone holder at the end of it so i can turn so the plan is to put it on there mount it mount the phone, adjust the phone so it's looking at me. So it's far enough out of my way. So I'm not going to hit it with drumsticks because yeah. it's over, over my hi-hat. And then if I want to change the song, I just boop, change, change the song right there. And then also I can see if I get notified if somebody's texting me or whatever. Because that's the other yeah. thing. If, if somebody texts me, I don't see it because it's 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 you know face down the or whatever. Way. Yeah. So that's a practical thing. But that's that uses a lot of plastic. And even that I have not uh run into any supply issues the biggest pain in the ass is just switching switching the colors and i'm just printing in pure black because i don't want to switch the colors again that's why we have to get you a color switcher attachment where you can uh, (laughs) line multiple filaments into one machine and it will automatically switch the colors even mid print do, is, do they have that for the Ender 3 Pro? I don't know. It's a, I know it's a thing. I know and, they have double extruders on certain models, but whatever. Anyway. <laughs> any, anyway. Um, oh, the level this conversation is going to get to when all of you guys leave yeah. uh, the podcast. Just, just the, watch out. What, 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 was the, what was the first thing that you successfully printed? Uh, the first successful print I had was that little deer. Okay. Uh, this was a all file right. that, that came with the um with the printer it's cool because it's 
got a lot of detail. Um, the deer itself, the body is all, just like all these little holes and things. So, yeah, right. uh, yeah it's, uh, it's not like a solid thing, but I did, I did print it like really small and I realized, um, like it's got the name of the printer company, Voxel Lab on the base, but it's printed, uh, in reverse. Cause one of, uh-huh. one of the, <laughs> one of the settings on my, on my software had it mirrored for some reason. And I didn't realize that, uh, until, uh, the next day, I think like, because then I like printed this octopus and I was like, oh, this octopus doesn't care. It's like it's symmetrical. It doesn't care if it's reversed or not. Right. right. So like the octopus looked fine. And then uh, I think even printing. No, I think this Boba Fett printed uh, correctly. I had already figured it out. But I was printing um, uh, Council of Ricks badges. Right. <laughs> so so I, I, I found a file to uh, print the the logo for uh, the Council of Ricks. And the first one that I made uh, was mirrored. It was backwards. So it was small, and the R was backwards. And I was like, oh, okay, learned my lesson there. But again, height is the only factor in print time, right? So these are like really thin. Oh, yeah, look at that. So I can, I can print these really fast. So uh, I don't know if this is like something we should like do a giveaway for. You, you can, you, <laughs> like, and, and, you, and you can print basically like a dozen cookies you can you can print a, a bunch of them in one go right oh yeah oh yeah if as many as you can fit on the print bed and, it, and, it'll, and it'll be it'll be much faster yes yes than, than my than my nozzle printing yes <laughs> and and the quality will be very clean like these yeah. Um, the first one I messed up because it was mirrored. The second one, this one I messed up because you have, you, you unscrew the actual print bed so you can take it off and then remove your, your prints and everything. And I, I just set it back in there without screwing it back down. Uh, cause we'll, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about dealing with resin here in a minute. But, um, so then the next time I went to print it, my print bed wasn't even like actually secured so as it's moving up and down it was like moving left and right slightly so this one's got kind of just like a weird 3d kind of like look where it's yeah. it's not quite lined up right in some spots um, but i don't know it's fine it does it does the job it beveled. does the job. it's, it's beveled. beveled yeah um but but yeah so resin resin has its own issues right because this liquid uv resin is toxic if you get it on your skin if you eat it i don't know you get it in your eyes um it can burn it can cause damage it has if the fumes are kind of gross um any uncured resin is kind of a hazard right and so it's you have to wear gloves every every Mm. time you're you're dealing with with a print that not trying to wear gloves you uh i i have a bunch of isopropyl alcohol because you use that to clean your prints. So after you scrape a print off the print bed, the first thing I do is I dunk it in a a pickle jar. I have I have a a pickle picker uh, plastic yeah. jar that that I I drop my prints in there, and then it's got the like mesh like thing, so I can scoop it out, and all the alcohol stays in the vat, and I can just pull the print out. Um, and then after you've cleaned it then you still have to do like a final curing. So um, if it's a sunny day, you can just stick it out in the sun to make sure that it's all fully hardened. Um, But if you're doing prints at night or you're doing um, on a cold or cloudy day, then you have to cure it another way, which is 
for now until until I go and buy my own curing station on on uh, Amazon <laughs> is taking my daughter's UV um, fingernail curing light for like gel nails or whatever. And I took a box and I lined the inside of a box with, with uh, aluminum foil. And then I drop them. I drop my prints in there. And then I just like, I have, I bought a UV flashlight too, but I'm between the two of those trying to cure my prints uh, with that. I don't, I don't think it's quite doing the job as well as it could. Um, as, as all your prints are melting. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're doing fine. They're doing they're, fine they're okay. so far. Okay. But, um, but yeah, I don't know that that's the biggest sort of deal for me is, um, dealing with the resin itself, which honestly, as you have successful prints and as things are working and as you get more used to working with it, yeah. it's less and less of a pain, um, but that first day when like my first three prints didn't work and I was having to like clean out the vat and stuff to try and deal with these stray bits of resin and things, uh, that, that was definitely a pain. I did, I did not, I did not enjoy it that first day. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't have to worry about any, any toxic things. I just have to worry about plastic shooting all over the place. One of the things that I found out about my talking about not having instructions, not having clear instructions or, or, or how to use the, the, the device it the the bed has a has a it's a magnetic sheet of plastic or whatever it is right and yeah. you can take you can take that off i didn't know you could take that off so the first couple of prints i'm trying to figure this this stuff out i'm trying to figure out how to level trying to figure out the right amount of it, uh, adhesion and and i start a print and it fucks up and then i've got to go back and i got to clean up this plastic and what yeah. it does is uh, it's the same thing with the the resin where there's like skirt, there's brim, there's raft, different different types of things. And what that is is uh, the skirt is generally like it just it primes the nozzle uh, before it starts printing. The brim is the you have the, your design and a brim attaches plastic in this in my case uh around around the edges and so you pull it off and then you pull the brim off a raft is where your design actually sits on a a bed of plastic you take the whole thing off and then peel off the the extra plastic it's like yeah like a raft right yeah um well so oh my dog's getting wrapped in court <laughs> so what happened is anytime my print messed up I started trying to take the the crappy plastic off. It was okay. Well, this design's messed up. And let me take this plastic off. And I the 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 printer comes with a scraper. It comes with a scraper. I'm like, okay. Well, clearly that's what this scraper is for is to scrape stuff off. And so I started scraping the, this this plastic magnetic cover, right? And then I was watch I was watching some YouTube's later on, and I saw them. I noticed people have clips on there. I'm like, oh, I have clips on there. And then I realized, oh, you can take this thing off and then you bend it and that helps get the plastic off. So I, I have ruined, uh, not ruined, but I've damaged my my first bed already just from, from taking a scraper and going. <laughs> I'm like, am I, am I taking plastic off or am I taking the actual cover? So that was, that was kind of a frust frustrating thing. Yeah. Mine, mine comes with a metal scraper because once you've, once your print sticks to that metal, it, 
it sticks right yeah. like um and for you to be able to get that off of that metal print bed you really got to kind of get after it with uh like a metal scraper to to it, create that separation which, I, uh yeah it can be tough and i already i already bought a a glass bed rather than the magnetic bed uh to 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 put on there because how much how much have you already invested in this hobby you didn't know you wanted to uh, like ago? 30 30 bucks well, oh, not too bad. No, well, sorry for attachments, but I also bought a new exacto knife, <laughs> paints. Bought a bunch of paints. I, yeah. I I bought I bought some stuff for that. Uh, so my my first print uh, was it was one of the the test ones that that came with it, and it's a uh, it's like a heart shaped box. Oh heart shaped box i didn't realize it was a heart shaped box at first i um, i just chose the design and put it in the software and then it, and it created it and then by the time i was done i was like oh hey look it's a heart um and when i talk about the raft <laughs> i didn't, didn't give that you didn't give that to chelsea You're i like, did here i made you this i did oh. I, I did give this okay. to, to chelsea i was like here you go i was thinking of you uh <laughs> <laughs> but so the the raft was still attached with it. I didn't realize a raft came off of there. I just thought yeah. that the bottom of the design was just really shitty. And like, Good I don't think you had a friend that you messaged with <laughs> regularly that was like, "Hey, maybe you can take that." Off. Well, well, that that's that's the thing because the second print I did the sex the second successful print I did, I was actually thinking of Chelsea when I did it. Uh, I I found a design. It's hard to it's hard to see. It's a yeah. It's just a Leela outline. You can you can put it on the wall. Uh, I think those things are cool, dude. Yeah, I think those are really cool. Yeah, the super super cool. Uh, the one that I print out with Chelsea was actually in, in white, but uh, I I printed it out and I sent it I sent a picture of it to you, and you're like, now I have to do is take the raft off, and I said, I think that's the design. And he said, I guarantee it's not. <laughs> sure enough, you were right. And that wasn't the design. It, it is it is just the outline of the face. So that was that was a second successful print I did. And then I then I printed out a, a fry just to just to be uh in solidarity. And so now Chelsea was so happy and she put it over by our coffee bar with, with Fry looking up at, at Leela. Those are cool. Those are those are really cool. Uh, I talked about I have a couple of minis that I that I that I printed out because my son he wants to get into D and D he wants to he wants to get into to turtles, uh, and so I started like you know what minis are are cool. I've always I had a uh, a Warhammer three thousand thirty thousand figurine randomly a long time ago, and I thought that was so cool. It'd be so fun to to paint those things. I'm like, okay, let me let me print out some miniatures. So I, I did start looking for League of Legends miniatures. Uh, this this one's going to be hard to see, but it's uh it's a little Teemo, a little Teemo yeah. from League of Legends. Uh, and then I printed out a a a turtle, uh, and he's holding like a little thing. But the this it was so small, and his staff broke. Can't really see it, but yeah, his his staff broke. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. And I showed that to the kid, and he loved it. He's like, oh yay. I tried again. This time I tried it even smaller and the, the staff didn't break on this one. The staff hmm. actually worked. So I, I adjusted some settings and it actually worked better. Uh, Cause part of the, we talked about supports and you talked about supports with some of your builds. There's different types of supports. One of the supports is tree. Uh, the other is kind of tower. And what those supports do is gravity can't, gravity happens and things fall down and things don't get printed if there's not something underneath them. 
and there's a there's a port which is just basically building from the bottom the bed up and and supporting things or there's tree which is like a very very loose uh branching kind of support that comes from the sides and then then comes up it more like like tentacles <laughs> yeah okay uh so i used the tentacle version on the smaller one and that was successful with it because then when you're like going in there with the pliers after it's all said and done you're trying to take things apart sometimes that plastic is sticking to the other plastic that you actually yeah. want to keep on there yeah uh the my my two different prides of joy uh is well i'll, I'll get to that one talk about the turtle again i I wanted to get my son a, a bigger turtle, and so I print out this this massive dude. Uh, and this we can also talk about painting here in a second. Yes, uh, this this big ass turtle. He comes with uh, four limbs, and there's a, a big a base. Old pack on his back. Yeah, big old... yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> so cool. Uh, and then he's got he's got a, a little he carries a little stick. <laughs> And then I did some did, did did some detailing of this vines kind of crawling up the side of the stick, and this and my kid wanted like a I don't know he wanted like red on the top you can't really tell but I All put right. a little metallic sharpie red to make it like <laughs> it was it was glowing, super cool that that's fun getting into painting, uh, and the 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 thing that I'm most proud of <laughs> was the design of the dog the this is fine dog, uh. And that's such a cool model too. Ah, gosh, I, I, I think there's some, uh, files you need to send me as well. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind having one of those, uh, on my desk. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's super cool. The, the, uh, the, the dog, the chair broke a couple times. So I went in there with epoxy and I, after, after I, it broke actually. And it, it was a blessing in disguise because when it broke, that means I could actually paint the dog separately from, the the rest of the the platform, yeah. the, the flames in the background, all type of stuff, and then once I was done, then I could uh, I epoxied it back on there. So now it now he's now he's on there pretty good. He's he's stuck. He's stuck, and he's, it's fine. He's it's stuck. fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, well, I mean those those look awesome. I'm very excited to see when that that portal that exploring portal is all said and done and and fully painted and, and put together um yeah i i really want to start painting some of these i've just been uh isolated to my house uh <laughs> for the for, for the past few days so i don't really have any primer but um i, I do want to get some primer and then i've got a, just a ton of acrylic paints in my house so um I kind of I kind of want to attack some of these uh, these little busts yeah. and and see how these would look uh, with with some paint on them. Um, I think those would be really cool. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I think there's part of me that just wants to make just a bunch of minis and just try painting them and see see how it goes. I've got I've got coworkers that are into Warhammer that already are aware that uh, I have a resin 3D <laughs> printer, and they're like, well. Um, uh, have I have I got an offer for you? I will um, I will I will buy your 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 resin if you print me out these designs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, because there's somebody else in my office that uh, does some resin printing, does just a bunch of 3D printing, uh -huh. and uh, is already getting uh, offers from from this guy. So uh, I don't know. I I think. I don't know what 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 is the future hold for um for this stuff. I mean, uh, I I'm really enjoying it. I'm 
pleasantly surprised by the quality of of this printer because this printer was not it, this is an entry level printer for sure. This is uh, a I think I think right now you can get my exact printer for one hundred and seventy bucks uh, on on Amazon. Uh, normally listed for two fifty, it's on sale eighty bucks off. I think I I think it was even less than that um, to get it under the Christmas tree. So um, pretty pretty cheap i mean i think to to kind of get into resin printing i don't i don't know how much your printer was to start nor will i uh you know but i, I mean i think it's like two to three hundred or something like that yeah so if if this is something that that people are interested in there i mean printers have gone down in price considerably from you know five ten years ago when it seemed like you have to you know invest a, a car loan or something's worth of, of of money into getting into the hobby but um yeah i don't know maybe uh the 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 you talk about the the 3d modeling the autocad piece of this um that is something that's really interesting to me both from an artistic and sort of um design aspect uh uh, seeing if there are ways that I can turn designs that I've made two dimensionally in the past into three dimensional objects that yeah. that's something I think that would be really rewarding and fulfilling for me. Um, if there's ways that we can print some sort of um, cool tokens or merch for, for our listeners um, that would be, that would be a much larger scale, but I don't know, maybe for pa- patrons or, or things like that, people on Patreon, um, something a little bit more original and unique for the people that, uh, that support our endeavors, I think would, yeah. could be really neat and, and more than just a sticker, you know, something that they could actually hold or, or take with them. Yeah. Um, so I think that, that'd be cool. That That's the thing about 3d printing. I've spent so much time on it in the last week and a half yeah. that you, you kind of mentioned it already with not wanting a bunch of things that, that sit on the shelf and collect, collect dust. The amount of time that I put into not only printing, but also priming and sanding, figuring out the, figuring out how to sand. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. and that, that takes a lot of time. Where I eventually just give up. I'm like, I'll, I'll just prime it. Fuck it. I'll I'll let the lines be what they are. Uh, yeah. I don't have I don't have to be perfect, right? But yeah. putting that much time into it, I, I I have so many other hobbies. I can't I can't dedicate myself to printing just massive amount of minis. And then where do I put them in my house? On top of that, yeah, so it's exactly. it's a it's a matter of now that I have it. Now that I'm figuring out how to do things with it once i once i feel very very comfortable with with printing now what do i do with it that's productive and right. you talk about talk about merchandise uh talk about designs you talk about giving things to people like presents you know yeah no no joke there are people in my family that will receive 3d printed presents that yes. is that is definitely going to happen <laughs> this portal is a present for my kid get, the, get ready mom get, <laughs> you're you're getting a 3d printed present uh, Ch- chelsea and i are about to hit our uh 18th yeah our, our 18th anniversary and uh it's porcelain i already saw a design which which is a toilet and I thought about printing that out for. I probably shouldn't, but let's let's rethink that, bud. Let's uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll go back to the the drawing yeah, board on she, that. She, one. Would, she would love it. She would love it. And if she doesn't, she's stuck with me. <laughs> 
but i i it's 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 cool it's cool i just need to get it out of my living room and clear a space in my garage for it yeah yeah same 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 it mine's in my laundry room and um it works but i think i'll probably need to make a dedicated space especially when i get that second 3d printer fdm <laughs> which, i can work on both angles <laughs> which 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 yeah that's a that's a question you asked right after like a week a couple days ago which one of us is going to upgrade our 3d printer first now i've already upgraded some parts <laughs> yeah right yeah, who's yeah. going to who's going to who's going to buy a bigger 3d printer first I don't think it's going to be me because I think the 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 Ender Pro that I have, uh, it it it's a pretty wide design. It goes pretty high. I can I can make a lot of things that I need to to do on there. Like there's a the 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 Terran battle cruiser from Starcraft. It it comes in like fifty billion parts. Oh, dude! And Let's is, not get started. It like, is huge. We we perused a website the other night. Uh, you know, and we're sending each other links and there are some designs out there that have hundreds of parts that you print individually and then glue together and things like that. Um, I haven't made any of those yet, but I am very close to, and also you have, you pay for the designs, right? You, you, you shell out some cash, you, you support the people that spent the time to model these things. Um, yeah, there's there's some designs out there. I'm very very close to to. There's a uh, what is it? Johnny Five um, from Short Circuit. Oh, is there? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! And it comes in so many little pieces. Um, like, but I'm like, it looks so cool. Like, I don't did know. You, did you did you build like model cars when you were a kid? Did you ever yeah. do? Yeah, yeah, I definitely did. Yeah, like there there's yeah. something there's something appealing about that. When I was a kid, me, my older brother Tim, and my dad, we would we'd each have our own model car that we'd be building. And my dad was advanced, and he would take the car and he would take the exact knife and cut off the extra little edges and. Uh, then he would get the he glue would, and the paints yeah, and yeah, prime yeah. it, spray spray paint it, get the uh, the uh, the tester enamel paints and and paint things, and his car would be awesome. My brother's car, not as advanced, we we call him intermediate. He would still do a lot of that stuff, but wouldn't be as clean. And me, I'm like, I have all the parts here. Let me <laughs> let me glue them together, and <laughs> and so there's something that that takes me back to those times that makes me want to do better and get to the intermediate least yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah. maybe be advanced like my dad who is an autocad he's a, he's a computer draftsman he's been he's done that for years solid work some stuff dad AutoCAD. yeah <laughs> yeah so uh yeah, yeah th- there's, for sure. there's part of it there's part of that 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 takes me back to being a kid that i really enjoy yeah. even yeah. painting this stupid turtle yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I built a small Lego set that I got for for Christmas as well, and there's something about that active rest. Um, I heard somebody on um Instagram talking about this, but like they were doing one of those little like perler like painting type things where you like have the little like di- I think it's called diamond painting or something with these like these tiny like gem sticker things Mm. and you make basically like a mosaic out of these things but it's one of those things it's like a puzzle right when you're putting a puzzle together like you're relaxed it's rest it's it's kind of like it's Mm. 
but but you're doing something you're you're active right so like it's not stressful you can decompress while you're doing it but you're not just sitting there like watching tv or something you're you're doing something active i th- i feel like building a lego set building a puzzle or even like printing or or painting like these miniatures things like that are all things that kind of help in that vein of you know you can decompress you can uh, relax but you're also making something cool so um yeah i can't wait to get some primer on some of these guys uh, i can't wait for you to watch uh book of boba fett so that we can talk about it in an upcoming episode and uh yeah and and stay tuned because this is now a recurring segment on the show uh what we printed um week of printing we, uh this week in printing um but yeah all right so i mean Outside of that, uh, getting into some 3D modeling, uh, well, the the jury's still out on which one of us will get a second printer first, and uh, and look forward to the <laughs> apathetic enthusiasm Etsy page coming up here, uh, you know, in the near future when I need to Very, start selling some of these miniatures because uh, they're near. taking up too much space in my house. Oh, also, uh, also, I printed out a little uh, little attachment to my Ender. Oh, it puts all the little oh, tools in all it. your tools. Yeah. That's so cool. Oh, so, so, cool. so, so nifty. I printed, I printed a spout. I printed a spout <laughs> that, that snaps onto my vat so that I can pour the, uh, the, the leftover, uh, resin out easier. Eventually I want to, I want to print out a, a wire protector for the back of my cords on the ender. So they don't, they don't get caught. It's good. It's good. So, we we need to work a, out a deal where like <laughs> where we um, print each other stuff that doesn't make sense to print on our own printers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So like maybe you send me a bunch of STL files of miniatures that you want in a higher quality, okay. and then I'll send you like some files for some like <laughs> tools <Five>. that I need <laughs> that I need produced. Uh, the so. the one thing about fill too, the plastic fill is the like i i talked about that phone mount a little bit earlier there's a there's a screw a, a fairly thick screw that that prints out and i screwed it in i got to and what the screw does is it hold there's a ball joint and it yeah. holds the ball in in place so i was tightening it tightening it tightening it and i got to, it, it started tightening up against the ball and then the fucker snapped and so now the the screw is 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 in there but it's, it's not leaving. <laughs> it's not leaving, but it's at just the right tightness to make sure that ball doesn't move. But I can still adjust it if I need to by force. Anyway, right. the point is, right. if I used more fill in that screw, it would have been stronger yeah. and it wouldn't have broken yeah. so easily. Yeah. These are the things we learned. We're only a week into the hobby, Brandon. <laughs> we're only There's we're so only much more to learn. And we're almost done. Um, yeah. All right. Well, if you have questions for us, uh, we're not experts. Go to YouTube. Um, but uh, if you have any other questions about our 3D printing endeavors or anything else that we've been up to, uh, we're excited for a new year and new opportunities um, and for these shelves behind us to fill with 3D printed <laughs> objects. Um, I'm already rethinking uh, how, how I have some of these shelves uh, organized. So I need to print um, out more shelves. For my, for my for my 3D printed things. Yeah, there's there's designs for these uh like hexagon shelves for miniatures that you can print out these. Oh yeah. And then they like interlock and stuff. Again, not something that would make sense for me to print in resin, but I, if I had if I had I, the plastic printer. I found a a a uh little attachment, a little tool where you can put miniatures on it so you can turn it to to spray paint. 
See, all these right. little things. And, these little and on that note, <laughs> and on that note, all right. um, that's going to do it for for this week. Thank you, guys. If you got through that, kudos. Good for you. Kudos. Um, we were, we were interested in it. The, yeah. <laughs> this this was just our opportunity to talk about 3D printing for a week. To but, each other. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And we'll probably do more of it in our, our Twitch post show for whoever is still watching us over on twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I hope you have a great week. Until next time, I'm Travis. And I am Brandon. Thank you so much for listening. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.